deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. It's been almost a year and a half since my book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls, a guide to modeling courage, confidence, and self-love for the next generation has been published. And it's always so amazing to release a book baby into the world and just like pray and wish that it's going to reach the right people. And what's even better is when you start hearing from your readers about the impact that it's made and the things that they've learned. And so it's been an amazing transformational year. And I'm so grateful for the feedback that you've provided about the book. What I know for sure is that we as women have such this deep desire to empower girls, whether it's our daughters or our nieces or our students or our clients, but we forget that by looking in the mirror, that's actually like the, the most important work that we can do by really um, making that relationship with ourselves better is the greatest gift that we have to give to the next generation. So that's how we step into our empowerment and lead by example with intention. Uh, I hope you'll check out my book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls. It's available on Amazon. And to all my readers who've been with me, I thank you. I appreciate you more than you know. I wanted to come in here and talk about what it is that blocks us from running our very first workshop, right? We all have this big, beautiful desire on our hearts to show up for our girls. We feel like this is our calling and yet we don't take action. We don't act. And as we've discussed, um, clarity comes from action, not from thought. So we could think about it and think about it and think about it, um, but nothing is going to actually happen until we decide to do something, whether it's putting out a note on Facebook saying, this is what I'm here to do, or sharing with friends or creating a flyer. Um, these are the ways that we take inspired action. And then we put ourselves on the hook to do what we're here to do, what we know we're here to do. Um, so I'm going to go through a list of nine reasons. I think it's nine reasons. Um, the first reason that you haven't run your first girls empowerment workshop or even made a flyer or, you know, put the date on the calendar is because you don't think you have what it takes. At the end of the day, we all struggle with this imposter syndrome. I remember um, so many different things that I wanted to do in my life that I blocked myself from because I really felt I didn't have what it takes. And so there are many things I look back on. I'm like, gosh, what would have happened if I had done that? 
What I'm grateful for is when it comes to girl life, um, even though there was that fear, I was like, I'm jumping in because I know like when you feel that intuitive hit that like you're here to do something, you're going to do it. Um, and so I did, and I've never looked back and that doesn't mean there haven't been scary moments of things that are new to me and things that I I'm doing that are different than things I've ever done before. Um, but I lean into it instead of moving away from it. And by moving, I mean running because I used to run away from the things that scared me. And to this day, I still do. But um, I think it becomes a question of how badly do you want it? How badly do you want the thing? Um, are you willing to look back on your life 20 years from now and say, my goodness, if I had just started, I'd be 20 years in, right? Um, and so you have what it takes is what I'm here to tell you. As a woman walking this earth, you are an influencer in the lives of girls, in the life of every girl that you come in contact to, whether you're running workshops or not, you are an influencer in the life of a girl. And when they see you, when they um, see how you're living your life, how you move through your day, um, they're taking notes. So you're doing it anyway. You're doing it anyway. And you, with your unique set of circumstances, wisdom, perspective, life experiences, are the perfect person to lead our girls, right? They need to learn from women um, who have gone through their own rites of passages, who have learned to move through life with ease and grace and are still continuing to evolve and are committed to that evolution. Um, that's who they need to learn from. And whatever you've done up until now has prepared you for this moment to take your skills and expertise and knowledge and share it and give that as the gift that you and only you have to give. The number two reason you haven't yet run your first workshop is you're worried about what other people are going to think. This is a big one and it's a big one. And, you know, I always apply these to myself. And obviously I created these because I've been there. I have been there. The um, fear of what other people think often plagues us. It stops us dead in our tracks from taking action on the goals of our lives. And how funny is that, that we are stopping ourselves because of what someone else might or might not think about something that's happening in our lives. Just take a moment to take that in. How, like when we really unpack that, how silly does it sound? How silly does it sound that we would let someone outside of us have influence on the things that we choose to do with our lives? So I really want you to think of it in those terms. And is it worth it to you? Is it worth it to you to give up your happiness because of what someone, maybe your cousin, maybe your um, best friend from sixth grade, maybe the girl who bullied you in 10th grade? Um, it doesn't matter what other people think. What other people think is none of our business. So don't let that trip you up on your path to success. Number three, you're worried that your workshop won't fill up. Yes, I know it's a common fear. And whenever we try something new, we wonder like, uh, and what we do is we tie our success to how many people say yes, the first and second and third time around. And you know what? Greatness takes time. So if you're going to go into this workshop and think to yourself, if I don't have 12 girls on my first try, I'm not doing this, then you're really hindering your own growth because 
all things take time to curate, take time to iterate, take time to, you know, when you start cooking the food, the vegetables that you put in the pan, they take some time to marinate, right? They take some time to get flavor. They get to take some time for all the flavors to come together in a way that creates that deliciousness that we eat once it's finally cooked and on the plate. So don't give up because your first workshop had one participant. That one soul came to you and came through you because there's something for you to share with her. And it takes time to build up workshops. We can't say to ourselves, I did one, it didn't work out, I put one out and I'm done. Like that would just be heartbreaking and heart shattering. Think about your end goal. Think about the one girl that you're here to inspire, to encourage, to support, to guide. Think of her and her needs and what she's fearing and what she's feeling on a moment-to-moment basis and why you need to step up for her. Think about that and I promise you won't worry anymore about the impact and how many kids come first time around. Um, We have Girl Life coaches in our program who their first workshop had two participants. We have others who had 22 participants. I know that was my number, which is why I'm using it. But we've had people who've had really big workshops right off the bat and then people who started really small. But it's a building process. I want you to remember that. Next is you're not sure where to start. Well, we've given you all the tools to start, but if you're still not sure, I'm going to say go out and share, share, open your heart and share with people what it is that you are here to do on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on LinkedIn, um, in a text message, in a voice memo, on DM Messenger, in a Facebook post. Um, I'm just giving you ideas. I'm not telling you to do all of this, but go out there and share that this is what you're here to do. I promise you that when you do, people will be like, wow, this is so amazing. Where do I sign up? How can I share your message? Because people can't help but want to share a good thing. Number five, you're afraid you will run out of things to teach about. I can promise you, you won't. Um, these girls come into these workshops with such a sense of curiosity and they're sponges and they're ready to learn everything that you're here to teach them, but they're also going to raise their hands and ask so many questions. So in that one two hour workshop, I can barely get out everything that I need to share because these girls are having me pivot and having me really think like they're so smart. They ask such engaging and thought provoking questions that sometimes it's hard to stay on track. And that's when I know it's been a good workshop because it means there's participation. So you're going to go in there and these girls, I promise will keep you on your toes and, and you won't have enough hours to share everything you're sharing. So the content should never be an issue. Number six, you don't want to charge a cover fee for girls to attend. I get this and I, you know, there was a time when I gave my coaching away for free and guess what? My clients never had any really big transformations because they didn't pay for it. When you don't pay, when there's no output, there's no energetic exchange, it's very hard for people to understand the value of what it is you're providing. And so if I tell you, and I want you to believe this firsthand, If you don't charge for your workshops, the girls will not show up for your workshops because there won't be enough 
urgency for the parents to bring them over. There won't be enough urgency because they didn't pay. They'll say, oh, maybe we'll catch Melody's workshop next time. Um, when people pay, they pay attention. The transformation is in the transaction. So don't rob people of the wisdom that you are here to share with their girls by not charging them. When you charge them, they sit up, they take notice, they show up and amazing things happen. Next is you're not sure that your community would embrace your workshop. Well, guess what? You never know until you try. And we are in a beautiful place with the girls and women's empowerment movement. And if there's ever been a time that your community will embrace the message, it is now. And we don't need the whole community to embrace our message. When we share something that is so important and significant um, to us, sometimes it doesn't resonate with other people, but that's okay. Because by sharing your truth and sharing what you are doing, you will filter out the people who are not interested in your message and you will attract the people who are. You are not for everyone. I am not for everyone. Our message is not for everyone. And if we wanted it to be for everyone, we wouldn't really have a, a, a leg to stand on. We wouldn't have um, conviction in what we're doing. We're not here to make everybody happy. We're here to do what we do best and what's on our heart and what we've been called to do. And that message will resonate with the people it's meant to resonate with. Don't put yourself on the hook that everyone should res respond to what you're putting out there. That's just not realistic. <clears throat> what you want to do is share what's up and know that the right people will come to you through your message. Next is you want it to be perfect. Well, guess what? There's no such thing as perfection. Have you ever heard me say this before? There's no such thing as perfection. Um, there's no such thing as getting every variable just right before you start. Um, if every great person in this world who's created something masterful was to wait until the, the circumstances were all right and all the stars were aligned, there would be so much that we do not have, right? I would not have an iPhone. We would not have um, televisions. We would not have glasses. We would not have any of the things that we have, but the people who were willing to create them were willing to fail forward. They were willing to iterate. They were willing to learn a little bit from everything that didn't work out until they figured out what did work out. So don't wait for perfection. I promise you it's never gonna come. Um, what is gonna come is you with an open heart showing up and putting it out there, putting your workshop out there um, and, and not looking back, just moving forward, just taking more and more aligned action in the direction of this thing that you have committed to, okay? Perfection is a plague. If we were taught that it was a virtue when we were younger, we were mistaught. That's one of those things that we need to unlearn as women, um, that perfection is not um, this virtue that we're striving towards. In fact, we want to try different things. We want to learn. We want to do new things. And if we're waiting for perfection, if I need perfection to come before I take that ballroom dancing class, then I'm never going to take that ballroom dancing class. 
but that ballroom dancing class is on my heart and I want to take it. So guess what? I need to screw perfect. I need to release this idea that I should show up for a dance class and do it perfectly already and just go out there, learn and have fun. Are we understanding this? And finally, sometimes, and this is the biggest one, we fear success. We fear success. We don't know what's on the other side of success. And so we block our own growth. We're afraid of success. Think about that. I really want you to think about that. Sometimes we have these ideas that are, that are um, interwoven into our idea of success. And sometimes we need to go back to our childhood and ask ourselves, like, what did it mean? Like, if somebody made a lot of money, what did it mean if somebody was, you know, had a platform in the world or, or deemed themselves a, le a leader of some sort? Perhaps we've got this negative connotation of what that is. We've paired it with something that's not positive. And I'm here to tell you that, um, your success will be beautiful. Why? Because this is a heart-centered endeavor and um, there's nothing to fear about this success. But sometimes, yes, we become that bottleneck in our own journey. So don't fear your success. Ask yourself what success means to you. And if you find that it's negative and somehow question it, um, ask yourself about it, journal about why and where those ideas came from, and then reframe it for yourself. Because your success means that girls are being empowered. Your success as a girl life coach means that we are changing the world one girl at a time. So really think about that. And I'm going to leave you with this beautiful poem by Marianne Williamson. Um, she's the author of A Return to Love, as well as so many other things. She's also gone into politics and she's written other books. And she's just such a thought leader um, of my generation. And this is a poem about fearing success and I really want you to take it in. It's called Our Deepest Fear. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So I really want you to think about that. That poem literally brings together everything that we just spoke about. Um, please don't hide. Please shine your light. Please live your truth. Um, go out there and do this thing that's been calling you. I promise once you do, you won't look back. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much for your listenership. If you love what you're hearing on the Empowering Her podcast, please leave a five-star review. When you share it on your Instagram and tag me at Girl Life Empowerment, and also send me the screenshot via email at melody at getgirlpower.com. As an expression of my gratitude, I will send you my audio called Seven Questions 
to unlock your empowerment now. Also, be sure to check out my newest book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls, on Amazon platforms across the globe. I appreciate you so much.